0: Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip again. How you doing? Everybody doing okay, I hope? So today, I guess you saw the title, The Lord Goes Before You. Do you have the Lord going before you? Do you consult the Lord in the things that you do? Or do you call on the Lord for um, fire insurance and backup? A lot of people call on the Lord for fire insurance and backup. Carry him around in their pocket. And they only get him out when they're in an in an issue, like an insurance card. They don't talk about him when they're around people that that need a that need a. Uh, a good Christian word, a good uplifting prayer or story. You only you only do it when you're in trouble or want to impress somebody. I particularly like those ads and the phone books and and on people's cards. It's, everybody's got the little fish. But if you don't ask them and watch how they act and treat people, you find out that. Not many people know what that fish is about. They just use it as a sign. But um, we're going to talk about the Lord going before you. So, what's what is the Lord doing to go before you? What are you doing for the Lord? What are we doing in our communities, in our world, um, that people can see? The Lord go before us. You see, we have we have dried up. We're dried up Christians. We're like old prunes. We don't give off a pleasant disposition to people. We don't reflect the good Christian qualities in our community anymore. We don't do things for people. Like I've said before... We're Christians of convenience, and we show up on Sunday to get our membership card. But um, we need to be more proactive. We need to be leaning forward. We need to be witnessing, sharing the love of Christ, talking to people. Everybody has something you can share that's in common. And you say, what difference does it make if I share the Talk about the Lord with people. It's called it's called Christian farming. It's sowing seeds, it's casting them out, and every affirmation that you give to somebody, you're you're watering their little seed, you're putting a little fertilizer on it, and you're helping to cultivate it. Now let me tell you about Joshua. You see, in the book of Joshua God tells him in two verses right off what he's going to do for him, okay? So in Joshua 1, 5, he says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Hmm. How about that? I will be with you. I will not leave or forsake you. And then he goes on to verse 7. He says, um, Do not only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. That's the Bible, the law. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left hand that you may prosper wherever you go. He's talking about living a life for God. Staying in the Word. Verse 8. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. You see, if you stay in God's Word... You will be prosperous and have good success. Will you be rich? It doesn't promise us rich, but we'll be prosperous. We'll be successful. Verse 9, another key verse. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. How do you know that? Well, he says he's going to do it. He says it, right? The Bible says it. God says it. He says it. It is. It is. He says. And just to give you an example, let's get on over to verse 2. I mean, chapter 2. This is uh when they send the spies in to spy on the Jericho you know, the army of Israel is approaching Jericho and they're about to destroy the city. And they send the two spies in. And they go and they meet Rahab. And what do they say? It says in verse 2, verse 8, it says, Before they lay down, she, meaning Rahab, Came up to the roof, came up to them on the roof, and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land, that the terror of you has fallen on us, and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint hearted because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea. For when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were on the other side of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. It was more than 40 years ago that the Israelites walked through the Red Sea when Moses parted, or God parted the water, and Moses led them through the Red Sea. More than 40 years. And here they're saying, for we have heard how the Lord dried up the water. The reputation of the Lord has gone before them. They know about the two kings. They destroyed their whole kingdom. Everybody in it. And the two kings. And she says, and as soon as we heard these things... Our hearts melted. Neither did there remain any more courage in any one because of you. For the Lord your God, He is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. Now therefore I beg you, swear to me by the Lord since I have shown you kindness, that you will also show kindness to my Father's house and give me a true token. And spare my Father and my brother's My mother, my sisters, and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. You see, even the people, even the city of Jericho, refused to believe in God. Refused to believe in the God of the Israelites. They chose to act in defense. Instead of submission and repentance, and because of their uh, refusal, they suffered the consequences but rahab her faith she acknowledged the might of God, she acknowledged the greatness she acknowledged his power, she submitted to him she She begged to be taken care of for her good faith. Her taking care of two of God's people. And she was rewarded. People, if we... If we... If we will display faith, the faith of Rahab... If we will be obedient, the Lord will go before us like He went before Joshua's army. There is nothing that we can't do if we don't give it to God. There's nothing we can't do if we... If we. Don't give it to God? Oh, if we do give it to God. That sounded funny, didn't it? Give it to God. Give it to God. Trust God. Obey God. What did he say in verse 8? The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Joshua and his guys, they sacrificed to the Lord, they built altars, they obeyed God. And they were prosperous and successful. Now, back to how this started out. Are you somebody who goes to work every day and just does what you have to do? Or are you somebody like I heard today? I had a meeting with a lady today. Her name is Candy. And Candy told me that sometimes she gets up from her desk and she goes to find privacy and quietness. And she prays for her clients. Do you pray for your clients? When your clients come to you for help, do you help them in a Christ like manner? Or are you all about the dollar? Are you worried about their best interest or your best interest? You see, Rahab, she helped the guys. She just asked that they take care of her family. She asked that you would, matter of fact, what did Rahab ask? You will show kindness to my father's house and spare my father, my mother, my brothers, my sister, and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. She never said about anything about her. She never made herself the center of the request. She was even willing to let herself go to save her family. Matter of fact, you know that she was sacrificing her life or near it when she was hiding those guys in her house. She could have been killed. And then she lied about them to the people, to the king. She acknowledged God... and she watched after God's people. And what happened to Rahab after that? She is in the lineage of Jesus Christ. I believe if I'm not mistaken she's his grandmother. I mean, I'm not not Jesus David's David's grandmother. But that's in the lineage of Jesus. Her and her family were spared, and they became part of the Israel nation. You know, you don't have to be a priest, a prophet, anything, anybody famous, rich and big in the company, CEOs, Rahab was a prostitute. And she recognized God for who he was. And she believed and she was rewarded accordingly. Do you believe? Or are you just going through the emotions? And I say emotions because you're just going through them. You're not really committing to God. You're not really repenting. You're just like, yeah, I believe. Or are you going through it with the full motions of outward repentance and actions and believing and helping people? You know He says in verse 7, do not turn from it to the to the right hand or to the left hand. You keep turning. You're going to lose your focus. And one day you might not find your way back. This is Pastor Chip. I thank you for tuning in. Be the light somebody needs. God bless you. And thank you for listening.